And welcome into our number two of the Outdoor Show. Glad to have you with us. Checking our text board that comes in at 504-260-1870. We got the old dog from the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club saying, Hey, Don, how many catfish before moving? Well, that depends on how the fishing is going that day. Some days it might take only one. Other days it might take four or five. But too many of them is too many, and you got to get on moving. Uh, here's one from Texter6190. All the fun from last week is gone. Headed to Pecan Island, cut the grass at the camp, and spray a little Roundup. Yeah, that's got to be done this time of year. Uh, here's uh, uh, Lawrence uh, texting. Had three great days of fishing. Opening weekend, a red snapper. Highlight was catching a 20-inch croaker, and he sent me some pictures, and so nice to see a bull croaker. Those croakers, uh, to me, the bull croaker situation, that's a mystery. Uh, we've got uh, hundreds of thousands, tons of small bait fish-sized croakers, but where do the big ones go? All right, uh, got an update on that Seaway Marina in Lafitte. Someone tells me it's now named Nick's Marina, but it's been closed since Hurricane Ida. The building was destroyed. Yeah, Lafitte's got a, still got a ways to go to, to get back. Uh, here's one, Don. What's the story on a crab situation? Can't find good ball crabs. Are all the crabs being shipped out of state? Please advise. That's from the big bass and man angler in Lafouche Parish. Well, anybody around Lafouche Parish maybe can update us. Send me a text. Let me know if you can find some crabs. And, yes, there are a lot of crabs being shipped out of state, but there's also a lot of them being consumed here. You might want to try uh, catching your own if you can't find them. And I tell you what, they got a pretty good price tag on them these days. Uh, here's one says, well, went fishing out of La Rose, Lockport, terrible. Water was filthy, broken marsh all over, and nothing being done to help the recreational fishing in Lafouche Parish. Going to take time, you know, when that storm damage comes and for things to get back to normal, and that's kind of echoing what uh, Daryl Carpenter told us. Uh, he was headed toward the east that way from Grand Isle. I'm sorry, the west from Grand Isle, and, uh, yeah, that can be a tough situation. Uh, here's one uh, from uh, 7147. Oh, it's the old colonel. Listens to us up in Redwood, Mississippi. Uh, no fishing. Headed to Hattiesburg. Watch Southern Miss and LSU play some sports ball. Well, you didn't tell us who you're pulling for there, old Colonel. Let us know. And his one says, can you explain why we need sharks in the ocean? Enjoy your show. Well, just off the top of my head, uh, it's like a, a life cycle, a chain of life, and you need all the players. And sharks happen to be the apex predator. They're on top. And they keep in check some of the mid-range predators. And if the mid-range predators get a chance to overpopulate, then that causes a population shortage on some of the lower predators and bait fish species. It all fits in. Also, they're, they're also some people call them the, the buzzards of the sea. Yeah, they attack live fish. They, but if you notice, uh, they, they, they love to catch and cut off your fish that you're reeling up. A lot of times you reel up nothing but a head, and that is proof that they attack the sick fish, the weak fish, some that have uh, inferior DNA. They kind of clean up the waterways. They're kind of the garbage collector of the, of the Gulf. But, yeah, uh, we need them. Uh, don't need too many because they can be problematic, but, hey, all things fit in. All right, we got Dixie George at the Dixie Ranch. you got the grandson, Matt. They're out there having a great time in the outer doors. Glad to hear that. Uh, good morning. This is a wonderful Saturday morning. It's Jason the barber, my barber. Best tips to defend off deer flies. Ooh, those suckers. Yeah, get you some of that good insecticide, but uh, have your cap ready to smack them. Those little, some people call them yellow flies over in Alabama. They can be certainly aggravating. 
I know my horse has a problem with them, and I spray him down, and it works pretty good. All right, we come back after this. It's time to talk to Captain Mike Gallo, get our Born on the Bayou report. He's in the thick of it. We'll find out where he's catching fish, and maybe you can take some of that information uh, out there with you, and you can be successful. We'll be right back after this. Well, let's find out if he survived that uh, that rugged crew he had out there at the Spots and Dots Lakehouse Lodge last weekend to return for yet another trip. Captain Mike, what's your plans this weekend? I'm doing fine, Don. My plans are to head over to the Biloxi Marsh. I got my Texas group out with us this weekend, and we're going to go terrorize the redfish. Sounds like a good plan. How's it going to ride going to be across the lake this morning with that north wind? It's It looks like it's about 14 miles an hour at the moment. It's dropped down two miles an hour in the last hour, so I'm hoping it continues. All right, so you... Yeah, you know, we lost you there for a second. No, we lost you for a second. Go ahead. All right. I'm I'm just past the L and Bridge right now. We're just fishing along the shoreline while I'm talking to you on the phone and we already caught a redfish this morning. Nice, nice. You haven't seen any of those ones with the red or blue tags in them, have you? Or heard about any that were caught. I haven't heard a thing about any of them caught and usually that first weekend of the star somebody catches one whether they're signed up or not. I haven't heard or seen one being caught. The one we caught may be the money fish. Our bet this morning is redfish with the most spots, and our fish had four spots. What's the most you've seen on them? Have you ever seen one of those, I call them leopard reds, that's just loaded with spots? I've seen pictures of the leopard reds. I I probably caught them with maybe 30 spots on them, but none like the leopards. Yeah. I don't know what causes that. I guess that's just some uh, freaking nature thing. Well, that should uh, put some redfish in your boat. And if you get to the Biloxi Marsh, I'm sure you're always successful when you go over there. If you can get there, you're going to catch reds. What about for the trout fishermen? What would you suggest some places to go? Robbie said there was some action on that uh, east shoreline of, of Lake Bourne. There was action along those rigs over on that way, uh, right off of Bayou Grande. There's a couple of small rigs. Uh, we caught some fish during the week at the L and Bridge, also over by Unknown Pass, fishing live shrimp on the bottom. So there's still some trout around. If the if the wind would allow you to get out into open water and fish some of the platforms or reefs more in the middle of the lake, I'm sure they're there also. And what about bridges? Pontchartrain. I have not fished Pontchartrain last week. Generally, by the time we get to June, most of the trout seem to be in Lake Bourne and heading east. So I haven't uh, concentrated in Lake Pontchartrain. I haven't heard of anything going on in Lake Pontchartrain, talking with some of the local captains and some of the captains that run trips for me. Uh, how about over there by the, uh, the the Violet area, maybe some of the Mystigo or, you know, the ICW? What's happening over that way? Anything at all? I haven't been that would be, you know, usual suspects, kind of like the bridge here or the bridge in Pontchartrain, where you could catch, you know, black drum, your occasional sheephead, redfish, a couple of flounder. But I would think the trout are going to be more in the lakes uh, over structure. Uh-huh. Mike, uh, any other suggestions or advice for people that headed out? What's the bait situation over there around the Slidell area at the Wrigley's and Lake Catherine Island Marine and, and some of the other places that sell live shrimp? 
All the local marinas have bait. I know that Wrigley's Marina has not only bait, but it's locally caught bait, so they live longer. Uh, that's always a plus. So uh, I, know, I do know the marinas have bait in, in it at this time. Mike, with the warm temperatures and that, now that we've got a little bit lighter winds, when you're headed back in, have you spotted any triple tail? And are there enough crab floats out there to maybe even invite some triple tail to be, be seen and identified out there? I'm starting to see more crab traps. So far this year, we've seen one triple tail. We caught him, but he was too small to keep, so we released him. Always looking for triple tail. No doubt. Well, Mike, we're going to let you get rolling. I know you got a ways to go to get to that Biloxi Marsh, and hopefully you and the Texas guys uh, catch limits today and maybe even a few more to release. In the meantime, if somebody wants to book a trip and they can stay at the Spots and Dots Lake House Lodge, you do accept drive-ins, uh, aaofla.com. I got you on my website. That's a couple ways to find you. But if they want to call and talk to you about fishing and details, uh, tell them how to get you by phone. Very simple, Don. You can reach me at 985-781-7811. All right. Be sure to ask Mike about some of his special fish recipes. He's got some good ones. Mike, y'all have a great day, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Don. We'll talk to you then. All right. Captain Mike Gallo, Angling Adventures of Louisiana. Guy has a no fish, no pay guarantee. Ain't many people can do that. Ain't many times he doesn't get paid, I can promise you. He finds the fish for you. All right, we come back, got some more text messages for you. Also, Eric Mohabarak's going to join us with our paddler's report. For those of you who like to get up real close and personal with your fish, uh, followed by Ryan Lambert, he was leaving on a fishing mission. He went on a, an entourage. We'll find out how he's doing right after this timeout on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And more and more fishermen are stroking and pedaling after their fish because kayak fishing is the fastest growing part of the fishing industry. Joining us to talk more about it is uh, Captain Eric Mohabarak. He operates Louisiana Kayak mm-hmm. Company. The report is brought to you each week by Massey's Outfitters. And, Eric, you're kind of tight with Massey's. I could talk about them. I'm going to let you do it. You've been over there lately. What's going on at Massey's? Man, they loaded up with all kind of goodies over there, Darren. They uh, got a fresh supply that Ho- Hobie links in, you know, the little, uh, uh, it's, I'm, I'm going to say it's a paddleboard, but it's more of a kayak paddleboard cross. And uh, it's a hot item right now. It's very light. People are loving it. Um, and then they got a, uh, they got the whole line over there, the, uh, the, the pro anglers, the outbacks. They just got a shipment in, so they loaded up on them. Um, I know the, the links goes really fast, so if y'all want one, y'all better get over there. Um, something else, see, down they're having a, uh, a demo day today over on Moss Street, uh, right there by the LSU School of Dentistry. Uh, they're going to have, you know, the Hobies, the full line on that. They're going to have the Bonafides, the Bodie Boards, uh, the Native Kayaks out there. So um, if you want to get over there, give it a try. You know, that's a, you know to give, give, give it a try. It's all free. Um, just show up. That's on Bayou St. John. Um, you know, I understand they got some grills now too um, that you uh, portable called Nomad. Have you seen those? Yeah, I have looked at them, and I actually looked at them online before they started stocking them. And uh, today, I'm going to check them out. I'm going to swing by the store after I, I got to go do my demo day day, and uh, you know, I'm going to check them out. That definitely looks like a good fat boy uh, 
proposition there with the Nomad grills. You know, you put them on, you put them on the classic cables. They don't melt. Put them on the tailgate. They don't burn the trucks or the jeeps. Anything like that. Now, I mean, that, that, you know, I, I got to have me a traveling grill. <laughs> you don't recommend cooking on a kayak, though, do you? You know what? With these grills, I think you can do it actually. And you know, they have that? had people. They have had people mount the uh, grills like they use on a boat uh, out of the rod yeah. holder on on it and, oh, and do yeah. it to ride the yeah. bull, which is coming up. You know, so that's yeah, pretty that's cool. I've seen deal. that before. So, you know. Well, I'll tell you, nothing beats a good shore lunch. I know when I went fishing in Canada and Alaska, uh, you pull up on the side, middle of the day, you clean some of the fish you got, you cook them right there on the shoreline. Do you do shoreline lunches on your trips? Don, I think I could arrange that, you know. Um, I haven't done them personally. I have done sushi on the big offshore boats, but I haven't done them on the inshore. Uh, but, yeah, I could, I could, you know, if you wanted a shoreline lunch, we could go have us a shoreline lunch. I, I think know, that would thing, be a nice touch. And, and with that Nomad yeah. grill, you could probably pull it off pretty easy, you know. I, that's what I think so, too, you know. Ain't nothing like frying bologna on a Nomad grill, man. <laughs> Or something better. Hey, by the way, uh, BCKFC had the the dust till dawn. Everybody was fishing long hours last weekend. Uh, What's going to be up next for the BCKFC? Um, Well, I know on October 22nd, the Trout Challenge is coming up. So they're kind of laying off for a little while. I think they're going to have a family day somewhere up in there where everybody just gets together and hangs out. Um, Everybody's going to be welcome for that. I just want to say, I think – Danny Capagno uh, won first place uh, for the uh, Dustal Dawn. I don't know the measurements offhand, but he was the first place winner of Dustal Dawn. And uh, that was a, okay. a, a statewide tournament, you know, speckled trout, redfish, and flounder. You yeah, know? that was a marathon. That was a good good, uh, yeah. good tournament to have, and uh, congratulations to Danny on, on winging that. LKFC's yeah. got something coming up. What's that going to be about? Yeah, uh, the Lafayette uh, Kayak Club's got a, 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 a trout meetup. So kind of like a just a fun thing to go out and do. They're going to pick a spot on Highway 1. Most probably, I'm going to say, it's going to be the Danny, Danny Ray launch over there. Uh, uh, behind the uh, Wildlife Fisheries Building, Grand Isle, and uh, I may be wrong. Check the website, uh, and just it's just sort of a meet and greet. You know, people get out there just to be friendly, and and you know, some of the older guys, uh, you know, help out. You know, newer people getting there and teaching them a little something about the kayaks and about the fishing, and you know, a lot of lies are told in those days, but it's it's always good <laughs> though. But I recommend for everybody to get out there and do that. Eric, uh, there's some people been fishing the beaches off the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Nice place to go during the summertime. What's happening over there? Well, you know who's been hitting that hard, huh? huh, huh? That, that your buddy, well, that's uh, our friend. Chris. The, 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 yeah, Chris and his daughter Amy. Uh, they told me they were going. I, I didn't get a result yet, but I'm sure they were successful looking for those flounders. Don, they, they sent me some pictures, and they've been absolutely pounding the flounder over there, um, doing some beautiful work with it, uh, tipping plastics with uh, with, uh, with with shrimp or, or trout bellies, and just uh, they've been wearing them out. Every time they go, they've been catching a limit. I don't know the limit in Mississippi offhand. I'm sure one of our listeners could uh, uh, text us in the, the limit. But, um, you know, it, they, they've caught a couple three, four-pound flounders, I wouldn't say anything over that, but the average size is like 16 to 22 inches. That's a pretty good flounder. You know, and they've been catching limits every time they went. Um, and also, uh, 
he hasn't uh, he hasn't caught any personally, but um, they have been catching a few of them blackfish over there too. Now, blackfish is um, basically that is your triple tail. They some people call oh, yeah. them blackfish. That's yep, a great that's, fish that's too. That's great tasting fish. Mike was just talking about that on the, on, the, on the radio himself. Yeah, that's a beautiful fish. I haven't caught one out of a kayak. That would be a, a good thing for me that, you know, a, a, what do they call it, a personal best fish or something like that to catch one out of the kayak. I always keep my eyes open for it. I just haven't had the opportunity to do it yet. Yeah. Well, in case people are headed over there, I just want to let them know that the minimum size on a flounder, they do have a 12-inch limit, and it's a 10-per-person day, just like we have here in Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I and didn't that's know whether that. You, yep. that's, and that's whether you gig them or you catch them on the uh, rod and reel. So there we go. Yeah. Well, anything yeah. else? Uh, what about red snapper opportunities for kayakers? Where's the best place to go? Would it be over there on the Bama or Florida coast? Man, I would go over to the Florida coast, uh, over to the Navarre area. Um, actually, i got a buddy of mine, Brandon Barton and Matthew Vaughn, who do little guide trips. Go hit them up. Those guys got the reefs down pat. Uh, you can do it yourself, but you're going to have to search them out and find them, um, you know, and, and get your own bait and all of that. I use, uh, you know, I like to use my live bait over there. And um, I'm getting ready to go do that as soon as that season opens up. I think it opens up on the 17th. And um, I'm going to go head over there. That's what uh, uh, Brandon uh, Bayard is out there uh, fishing tomorrow with a friend of ours, Vlad, on his boat. So he's heading out of uh, Gulf Shores. Uh, tomorrow, so I'm sure I'll give you a report on it next week. But um, they are on top of the snapper. They've been testing their spots and stuff over there, so they're getting ready to bite. I'm going to go snatch up some and bring them back to Louisiana just because we haven't had an opportunity to find them off our coast yet. Well, if you want to get a trip in kayaks and you don't have a kayak or not familiar with it, Captain Eric's the guy to call. He can put together shore lunch. He can catch redfish. He can do the freshwater thing and even the offshore. He will make your trip happen by customizing it. Tell him how to get you, Eric. Yeah. Yeah, Darren. Um, well, they can come by and talk to me at the demo today, day, today uh, at Bay St. John, or they can uh, call me at 504-313-8292 or uh, off your website, Don Dubuque, the Outdoors Guy, or Facebook or Instagram. And, Eric, what time is that uh, demo day get kicked off today? Uh, from 10 to 2, from 10, 10 o'clock a.m. till 2 p.m., yep. Can't can't miss it. On Moss Street, Parallels Bayou yeah. St. John, right there. You can slip one yeah. into the bayou and try it out before you buy it. Eric, thanks so much for all yeah. the information. We really appreciate it, and we'll catch up with you next time. All right, Darren, y'all have a great day, and uh, good luck out there. Be safe, all right? Yes, sir. That's Captain Eric Mohabarak. All right, coming back after this, yeah, it was six years ago since we mentioned this guy's name on the air because he was one of our bad boys. Well, he's back again for an encore appearance. Our bad boy in the outdoors from Denham Springs is up next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, got some text messages in. This one from uh, 3057. Uh, Don's been listening to the show around 30 years. Where's a great place to crab? Well, my, for my money, Grand Isle is probably the best. I got a lot of access there, just a little tricks on how to stake out your drop lines, and there are some bridges there you can fish off of too. Uh, out west uh, near Sabine and uh, Big Lake, there's some good crab in there. Also, the seawall in Lake Pontchartrain in New Orleans can be a good place if you get some calm conditions there. Also, Lake Road off Bayou Lacombe on the north shore is another good place to catch some crabs. 
Uh, here's an Alabama listener, 6227, said those yellow flies and horse flies are thick up in the woods here. Uh, they're here for the deer. Y'all have a great weekend. And, uh, yeah, those woods can be nasty places in the summertime. Nice in the fall and winter, but uh, not too hospitable this time of the year. All right, here's Chris and Teresa from Denham Springs. Uh, their trip to Toledo Bend last weekend was a success. They told a guy they were going to give a report on Don Dubuque's show, so he took us to his honey hole. We fished in 25 feet of water in brush piles, and the Sokolays were holding at 12 foot. The shiners allowed us to get our limit, along with a spot lock trolling motor and live scope sonar. Well, I'm glad y'all had that great trip. Uh, I'll tell you what, that live scope sonar. That is, uh, oh, that's the bee's knees, man. That is really something great. And by the way, they were fishing with four real crappie guide service. That's four real. That's the number four R-E-L, kind of a play on words. Crappie guide service in Toledo Bend. If someone's looking to go up there, uh, they gave them a good good shake for their money. All right, the, the backstrap stackers checking in from Clark County, Alabama. With the storm in the Gulf, they're headed to the camp to Bishop and plant some soybeans for the deer. Oh, that was uh, the same one talking about those yellow flies that are thick. All right, here's uh, the Convent Hunting Club. They're checking in on a cool morning. That ain't going to last long. Heading up to the farm in Amy, do some work and maintenance. But tomorrow they're doing what they love to do, running that pack of rabbit dogs. Yeah, it's a 12-month sport for those Convent Hunting Club guys, keeping the dogs in shape and getting out when the rabbit season opens. All right, someone wants me to go over the new rules that went into effect this month. I think what they're talking about is the license fees, and maybe if I have time before I go off, I'll hit the highlights of it. But you can find it all on their website at wlf.la.gov. All right, right after this 10-second pause, Bad Boy the Outdoors, six years ago we named him. He's back again for a repeat performance. His story's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are. On April 24th, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fishery Agent Sergeant Thomas Ashley, Corporal Luke Langley, Sergeant Ezekiel Talbert, Sergeant Dale Wheat, and Corporal Chelsea Kling participated in a case that began with an investigation of a Denham Springs man. After getting a tip, he was trapping and harvesting nuisance animals for a chemical plant in Iberville Parish without the proper nuisance animal permits or licenses. Their investigation determined that David Cavaretta was operating as a nuisance control operator for the chemical company for several months with a serious problem. He didn't have any of the required nuisance control operator permits, or alligator tags. Cavaretta was cited for taking alligators from other than approved areas, taking non-game quadrupeds during closed trapping season, possession of fur-bearing animals without a license, and violating commercial rules and regulations. That led to the agents obtaining a search warrant on Cavaretta's residence, cell phone, and taxidermy shop. They also obtained an arrest warrant for over four hundred counts of violations pertaining to his illegal operations. On May 16th, agents executed the warrants, arrested Cavaretta, booked him into the Iberville Parish Jail. Further charges could likely be forthcoming. Now, you may recall Cavaretta made our bad boys list some eight years ago. In 2016, he was conducting an illegal hunting guide service on Joyce WMA in Tanchebohoe Parish, He was subsequently cited for not abiding by alligator hunting rules and regulations. 
not by wildlife management area regulations, taking gators from unapproved areas, possession of illegally taken gators, improperly tagging them, criminal trespassing, and obstruction of justice. Just for his latest violations, facing fines that could easily be in the thousands of dollars, not to mention the other 400 citations pending, especially considering his prior offenses, there could be enormous criminal and restitution fines and possibly jail time in the future of taxidermist and nuisance gator impersonator 59-year-old David Cavaretta of Denham Springs, our second time around, bad boy in the outdoors. It's that old song, When Will They Ever Learn? Well, maybe never for some people. All right, coming back after this, Ryan Lambert told us he was going out on a, 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 a conquest a, a marathon fishing adventure for a lot of species. We'll find out how he's making out right after this time out. Where you're listening to the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, last week Captain Ryan Lambert told us he was headed on a fishing mission, and let's find out how that's going. Captain Ryan, where are you? What have you done this week? I'm still home. I'm leaving Wednesday for that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh. I'm by at home right now. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. All the details. He just tells me I'm gone, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need somebody to make sure you know where you're going and what time and all those kind of details. So what's going on while you've been back here at home? What's been on the, the, well, we the just, menu this week? Just fishing every day. Yeah, just doing our thing. So fishing's been a little tough in, in, in the areas, you know. we got these big old tides, but uh, it's just weird. It's so, the weirdest three or four weeks I've seen in a long time. But, you know, they're out there every day. The boys are catching with them, them old stink crickets. But I'm going sight fishing today. <laughs> I'm going, I you sight fishing trout or reds? Oh, redfish. I'm going to fish reds in the, in the hydrilla and stuff like that. So I'm on the east side where they still got some grass. So we'll be uh-huh. sight fishing reds today. It's got a little north wind, though. I'm hoping it'll lay down after a while. But it's going to be high tide about 1.30. So we'll be after it all day. I'd rather it on the falling tide because when the tide falls, that water comes out crystal clear, and the redfish will come out to you know on on those that clear edges where you can see them. So it's a little better on the falling tide, but it's late late in the day today. In fact, even though high tide at one thirty, it'll be five o'clock this evening before the water starts clearing up. So just, I'm just gonna go get in the grass and see if I can sight fish them. I'll find them. I see the river's dropping. Uh, it's around 10, 8, somewhere like that. But, Fawn, do you think we'll ever see a three- or four-foot river again? Man, it has been so many years. And that does so much yeah. for the summer fishing when that happens. It got to four foot for about a week last year, and the fish moved into the river just a little bit. And that's some of my favorite fishing in the river. But it, uh, this year maybe it's going to be eight-something here shortly. You know, within, within about three weeks it'll be in the eight-foot range. And then it'll start dropping out because – you know, all the snow will be gone, and and so much of the river is coming out the east side right now. We have a new pass opened up. They call Neptune Pass. In fact, the Corps of Engineers is going to start trying to close it off a little bit because 16% of the river is going through that. So that's why Venice has been a little better because probably half the river is coming out the east side of the river and not ever getting to Venice right now. So Venice has been pretty good, and uh, I'm just going to go on the east side. I'm going to work my way all the way down to Venice today. Hopefully this wind will slack up a little bit for us so we don't have a bumpy ride, but we're going to do it. You didn't get to do any of that snapper fishing, did you? Not yet, but, you know, that was off even. You know, a lot of people caught a lot of small ones. The boys went out yesterday evening. 
a couple of my guys, after they cleaned their fish, they went out and they caught 30 little snappers, all small. They had two keepers and uh, one big cobia. And uh, that was it. You know, it's everybody that, you know, that fished all my numbers that I know, all of them had small fish and a lot of sharks still. So, you know, some guys did well over toward the west, you know, out of Cookerty and all. They caught some nice ones. But it was, it was a weird opening for, for snapper season. Well, you know, the thing about that is those smaller ones are so much more agile and quicker than the big ones. I think they out-hustle them to the bait. And uh, until you weed some of those out, the big ones don't get to show up. Yeah, well, if you get good electronics, you can see it all down there nowadays. You know, you can, you know everything that's down there. So you know what you're picking through. You just got to gotta get through it all. I'm gonna, Any of your boys uh, uh, make a trip all the way out to the islands? Boy, hey, that's been on fire this week. They, they did, and the day they went was uh, last Saturday. They went out there, and it was a mud hole. And I know that somebody went out there yesterday, and it was all dirty. All the way to Gosher was dirty. And they, they went out of uh, Shell Beach and caught them on the way in. You know, some of those rigs and some of those bays on that side. They're doing well on the rocks and on the Shell Beach area. But as the river comes down, all that's going to start filtering back toward the river. So, you know, once it hits about 7, it's game on. Everything will start coming here. The bull reds will start blowing up on them pogies. And everything will start changing once the river hits 7 foot, which, you know, I imagine in July it'll do that toward the end, end of this month. And in July, it'll everything will start turning. Yep. Can't I wait. <laughs> Well, good luck on the redfish, and uh, good luck on your trip next week. Uh, you got your flights booked? I hear they've got a lot of problems oh, with uh, cancellations oh, and postponements. It's a mess right now flying. Huh? It is incredible. And then I booked a trip to go to Nassau. I'm going bone fishing at the end of July. It was $1,000 just to go to Nassau, and, and, and that's not getting me to the island. Then I got a private plane going to the island. But, you know, that plane, that trip used to be $300, not 1000 I mean, yeah. And, you know, it's weird because you don't have any service either. They know they got you now, so. That that industry has just lost its service altogether. It's just a shame. But it'll come back to normal. <laughs> then then it's our turn. <laughs> Let's hope. All right, Ryan, y'all have a great day. Hope you catch a bunch of big reds out there and uh, we'll check in with you next week when you when you're out of town. Bye, buddy. All right, see you. Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. Check out their website. It's simple, CajunFishingAdventures.com. All right, coming back with your text. And, boy, we got a lot of stuff on tap for the weekend. If I get a chance, I'll mention some of those big changes in the recreational license structure for Louisiana. Back with those things right after these things on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, text messages continue to come in. This one from our Alabama listener friend, David. He says, you have an award for the bad boy girl that has had the most appearances on your bad boys of the outdoor segment. Just curious. Well, there's several that were on twice, like this morning's were, but, you know, that was quite a few. But I got to tell you, one that comes to memory was uh, Jimmy Mitchell. Uh, Jimmy Mitchell, uh, his dad was a violator. He was, and now his son all of them have made the bad boys, and I think it's a family tradition for the Mitchell family. They would have to get the award. All right, here's one that says, I'm still waiting for you to have Bobby Bear on your show to talk fishing stories. I sent you a message on maybe how to make that happen. We'll try to get the Cajun cannon on. All right, here's one. I've been fishing Breton Sound for 40 years. Used to fish at night. Haven't done it in about 25 years. Are people still doing that? If so, any idea on which area? It's been... 
a good 20 years since I've done it. used to be very effective. They had a platform with a burning uh, flare on top of it, which kind of lit it up and attracted bugs. It was like a giant light uh, on, on a pier. And I don't know if that flare is still there. Maybe somebody can text me and let me know if the flare fishing out there in Breton Sound still goes on. I'm not crazy about running out at night, though, because uh, so many obstructions out there now. All right, here's one. Can you go over the new rules for LDWF went into effect this month? I think you're talking about the recreational licenses. I suggest for complete details, go to their website because it's pretty lengthy. But just to sum it up, biggest change, a license you buy now in Louisiana is good for 365 days from the day you buy it. used to be they all expired on June 30th. No, when, no matter when you bought it, you sometimes you can only get a month or a week out of it. Now it's 365 days. There's some changes in the cost of the youth licenses. There's a creation of a youth license now. It's only $5 and helps get matching funds. And some changes in the pricing and structuring of the lifetime licenses. But those are the highlights. Check it out to get all the details. All right, National Fishing and Boating Week continues through next Sunday. Lots of things going on. The Italian-American Rodeo returns to the Hopedale Marina. That's going to be uh, next Saturday and Sunday. Or is it Friday and Saturday? I think it's Saturday and Sunday. Uh, check it out, American-Italian Rodeo, one of the longest rodeos in the state. Uh, on Friday night at the Lake Pontchartrain Basin Museum in Madisonville, Night Under the Sea, uh, it's a fundraiser for the Recreational Fisheries Institute, 7 p.m. Uh, you can get tickets, uh, just Google it, Night Under the Sea. Uh, then we got free fishing days in both the state of Alabama. Uh, it's actually going to be Saturday, June 11th uh, for Alabama. And Saturday, June 11th, and Sunday, June 12th in Louisiana, where anyone can fish for free in both freshwater, saltwater, residents, non-residents. This weekend it's Mississippi, but only for Mississippi residents. It's all part of National Fishing and Boating Week, which runs June 4th today through next Sunday, June the 12th. So take advantage of it. The idea is to, you know, get you out there to fish without a license and and if you like it, and most people who do try it like it, then you'll be back to buy a license. All right, Bayou Wild TV, if you haven't seen this week's, so oh, it's a replay, but, boy, it's worth watching again. The Wicked and Wild Slam, I did a, a little special feature on the only shark, fatal shark attack in Lake Pontchartrain. We fish with Wicked Fishing Charters for bull sharks, garfish, and uh, bull reds with uh, Andy Jones of Wicked Fishing Charters. And Chef John Foltz. He makes a garfish taste good. Check it out. Go to BayouWildTV.com, and you can find all of our channel listings and watch it on YouTube if you got no other choice. All right, I'll be at the Rummel Rodeo weighing fish, 2 to 5 today. Come see me at the school. I'm headed offshore to go fishing on the Cougar for Red Snapper for a Bayou Wild TV episode near you. Wish us luck and a try out my new Descend device. Should be exciting. Thanks for joining us. Hope you'll be back again with us next week, 5 to 7 a.m. It's Radio Free Outdoors with the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network.